Well, kia ora and hello. Welcome back, friends, and welcome to any new listeners. Uh, my name is Dee, and this is my podcast about my journey to the inner self. So I've just got to say right off the bat, guys, this is podcast 10, and I know it's named <laughs> podcast 8 because I did something weird, and with my last three episodes uh, with my friend Mo, I... Uh, I labeled them 7.1, 7.2, 7.3, but really they're 7, 8, and 9. And so this is my 10th podcast, and I'm stoked to have made it to 10 episodes and to still have some of you listening. Yes. Hey, kia ora to those who are new. Uh, if you are just tuning in, um, awesome. Welcome. Uh, if you want to backtrack and start from the beginning, enjoy the journey. Uh, I have some pretty depressing episodes, I'm not going to lie. And then I get really trippy and learn all the stuff about the universe and myself and start sharing that. And now I am just here with you with more stuff to share uh, because I have been in a weird space the last few weeks and uh, this morning I didn't actually know when I was next going to record another episode and I felt myself completely losing inspiration on, on this yeah I just didn't know I actually what I know has happened is I got overwhelmed and I was overthinking it all and that was just a result of me feeling like I had so much to share not knowing where to begin um I'd gotten behind on taking notes and instead I was just having like a lot of thoughts and I wasn't jotting them down on my computer I was writing them in my journal but I tend to work off the computer when I'm recording and so yeah I I've dropped off the radar for a bit but I'm back um, I mean, some of you might have just been listening to me yesterday, so it might not feel like that long for you. But for me, it feels like I've had another little shift in myself. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, if you don't know me, this is a pretty real, honest and uncensored version of myself. I don't really edit these. Um, as you'll know, if you listen to my ones with Mo, I, I do apologize. I did get some feedback that the sound wasn't superb and um, I really feel like I let Mo down on that. But that is because I am, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm completely <laughs> paving the way for myself as I go, learning as I go and stumbling my way through it. And that's just me as a person in life because I am one of those people that will be like, I can do that. <laughs> Nothing will stop me. And a good example of this is I've just been on like a, we've just started to have some really nice weather here in Wellington. It's starting to feel summery and that is exciting. And I am a bit of a clean freak sometimes. And <laughs> we've got a conservatory out the front of our house. It's just a rental, but it's like one of those old brick I, I can't even tell you what year it is. I'm not good with years. I want to say 70s, but it's got like this conservatory at the front of it. And it's glass with all aluminium paneling. And I have cleaned every single inch and groove of every window. And now I want to get onto the roof and do the roof from the outside. And so I was saying to Sean, my partner, like, I'll just get a ladder. I'll get a water blaster. I'll buy some wet and forget and I will spray it. And I will. And he's like, you're going to climb on the roof. And it's quite a steep pitched um, triangular roof I was like yeah absolutely like this is just me if you know that about me then yo I mean shout out to everybody else that is like that I realized I absolutely got that trait from my mum I was at home the other day and she was trying to do something that was almost physically impossible for her but she was like nah we've got it we can do it and I was like oh my god mum I love you thank you for giving me this drive but also I need to learn 
when things just need to be delegated out. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So today I want to jam on a whole bunch of stuff. Um, for the first time, I'm not really following any sort of plan uh, because I realized that I was overthinking this whole thing. And quite frankly, letting my ego get in the way massively. My ego and my internal narrative, which I know about. <laughs> and once again, I'm aware of something, but I still wasn't able to stop that. So I was like stressing myself out a little bit over the the idea that I like I had so much I wanted to share and um I was I kept thinking like I should map this out better. I should do better with my Instagram page. I should um market things better. And I just to be honest, that's just not me. I don't want to do that. I just, I just want to talk. I just want to share. I just want to connect with people. So I'm just going to keep rolling because this is what I did for my first few episodes and that actually had the most amazing feedback um, because it's real and it's raw. So yeah, let's roll. Today I'm going to talk about personal boundaries. I'm going to tap into my soul's alignment and true purpose. I'm going to talk about keeping our eyes in our own lane and on our own path and how to um, I guess not take on people's energy or people's comments or just stuff in our lives that we don't need but we all have and how we can move through it because I think a lot of the time we put up barriers and we defend ourselves and that doesn't result in much. <laughs> I think it ends up resurfacing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to talk about that today and yeah let us know if you dig it if you don't cool tune out <laughs> um i want to start actually by just saying like how are you how are you really if no one's really asked you that in the last couple of weeks then ask yourself that and really check in with yourself because i have been doing this a lot and ugh, i mean it's okay to not be okay because this has been an absolute crazy year and I think when we look at the moment right we're in October and th when I think back to my years in corporate work I know that this time of the year is real <laughs> is crunch time a lot of people go the whole year without a holiday um and it's in a normal year this year is obviously not normal um and I think w we can see the finish line we can see I I mean this side of the world obviously our Christmas break our Christmas holidays tend to be the biggest especially in New Zealand and Australia and so most businesses in New Zealand will have a shutdown period for at least two weeks uh, and people go on holiday and I think what happens at this time of the year is that we're all hustling and grinding to get there however this year is so different I mean, not only do we still have that crunch of being like tired and exhausted at the end of the year, but it's just, oh my God, like where do we even begin? It's actually kind of hard to put it into words, but we're all going through it. So you know what I'm talking about. It is messed up and it is okay to not be okay. I think that uh, from my experience in Wellington, where I am, we it's been a long time since we had a real intense, you know, full lockdown. And there's always the chance that there'll be another one. Um, other cities such as Auckland haven't been so lucky. Um, but the rest of the world is still going through, you know, extreme versions of lockdown as well. And I think that here, 
what I'm seeing in the people around me uh, and my friends and my family and just the general energy is is hey okay we're kind of back to normal so let's just let's just be normal and actually it's not really this is a new normal and I think that there is still a grieving process going on that we need to acknowledge for the world we once knew and for the year that we've kind of lost and I shouldn't say lost actually uh, because for me I feel like I've gained a lot this has been the most transformative year. Is that a word? I'm going to use it. Transformative year. <laughs> I always make up words. Um, and you probably know that by now. Uh, so, yeah, this year's actually been, it has made a huge impact on me. Um, and I just want to acknowledge that it's okay to not be okay still. And it's okay to move in and out of these stages of grieving for the life that we had, whether that be a job, whether that be a loved one that we lost, whether it be the goals that we had for this year, that is the biggest one that I'm seeing. Everyone's now realizing, oh, I haven't I haven't done that trip I wanted to do. I didn't get that promotion I wanted to get. I didn't make that job shift that they wanted. You know, I didn't shift cities or I got stuck somewhere. And it's still messing with us a lot. So just cut yourself some slack. And I think the idea that this year is a write-off, in one way, it's, it's good to think of it like that. But also, I think we should also look at what we've gained, about what we've learned. Um, and especially when we look at the impact that lockdown has had on our environment, that was substantial, even though it was just for a short period of time here in New Zealand. Um, God, I actually would be, I would vote for having a month lockdown every year, personally. Um, but that's just me. And so, yeah, I'm still unemployed, but I'm doing freelance work for people, just admin stuff, IT help. And that's been really cool because I'm just kind of taking on what I can. And I've actually been giving in a lot of other ways to people, in particular, my family. Um, my parents have been going through a separation. So that's been a thing, and uh, my sisters all work really, really hard and have really, really busy lives, and because I um, am not in a nine-to-five at the moment or working a you know, full-time job, I have the capacity to be there and help out with stuff a little bit more, so selling the family home and all of that. Um, so yeah, that's been a whole thing that we've been going through too, and I haven't really talked about it because it was quite private, but now everyone sort of knows, and um yeah, it's been hard, right? Like, yeah, it's been tough. Um, but I want to talk today on the difference between knowing stuff in our mind and then knowing stuff in yourself. <laughs> um, and I'll try and articulate this well. Like, you can know stuff on an intellectual level, right? So processing your thoughts about being like, yes, I can see that I'm getting anxious about this, this and this. But then knowing it in yourself, like sitting in your feelings is a whole nother way of moving through something. So when you're going through something tough, I think good habits aren't always enough. And by good habits, I also mean like coping mechanisms, because I've talked about that a lot. Like we have to work as well to get rid of some of our bad habits. Um... And develop like mental strength, you know, so it's like if you want to get results on your body, you go to the gym. Um, if you want your car to keep working, you service your car. If you want your mind and your soul to be functioning at a healthy, high, happy level, 
then we've got to do work on our mental health and we've got to build up some mental strength. Um, and I think that I've realized this year in particular how much I allow destructive thoughts and bad mental habits to take over my day and prevent me from moving forward. And this is a perfect example of that because I haven't done a podcast in over a month. I stopped sharing on my page for a few weeks. And what was happening was I was processing a couple of comments that I'd received from uh, someone in my life who I love and was coming at was coming from a place of, of wanting to protect me and wanting to check in with me. And it was totally from a place of love and care. But it just didn't sit very well with me. And I dwelled on it and I tried to unpack it. And I then realized that I don't set very good personal boundaries for myself. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of you will, like, this is bound to resonate with a lot of you. So, like, what are personal boundaries? I think personal boundaries are going okay, no, like let's talk in the in the physical realm because I think that's the easiest way to start. So like, no, I can't lift that huge plank of wood because it's 100 kgs and I'm only 60. Um, you know, so that's like a, a boundary of going, no, okay, I know that I can't do that. So, I mean, with my example of getting on the roof and cleaning the roof, that's, that's a perfect example of me not necessarily knowing my boundaries but also not wanting to be stopped by anything. But then that flows into, if you think about on like a mental and emotional level, when do we, when do we allow ourselves the space to go, actually, no, I'm not going to take that on board. If someone says something that hurts you, I think, I don't know whether this is just me personally. I think that a lot of you will understand this, but I find it really hard to put something in a box and lock it away and not deal with it and I think that's because I also know that doing that doesn't work because I've seen people do that and I've seen a lot of elders I guess in my life a lot of you know that the older generation have lived in a time where you don't talk about stuff you don't eat your dirty laundry you get on with it and now we're in a space of a real awakening and a real awareness of mental health. And some might argue that it's too much. You know, a lot of people at the moment are going, oh, everyone's too sensitive and everyone's too in touch with their feelings and everyone's... And no, actually, I think we need to be pushing the boat out. We need to be pushing the boundaries. We need to be raising the awareness as high as we can get it and get talking about it so that then we can go, okay, where's the line? And I think for me... I'm pretty clear about my own values, but I really struggle, especially recently with people in my life who don't align with my values or necessarily identify with my journey. And that's because, <laughs> it sounds so simple, but that's because it's my journey. It's not theirs. And so they don't actually need, they, they, the, if you think about it like a path, right, we're all on a path think of a road a highway and you're walking down the highway and if you're out in like the Arizona desert (laughs) never been to the Arizona desert but let's just use it if you're out in the desert and there's a there's another lane out over in the distance that you can see that maybe your friend is walking on or your partner or your sibling and or your co-worker 
they're walking they're walking their path you're walking yours right but if you've got one eye on their path and going oh shit i can see a speed bump in the road coming up for this person um you know i should i should let them know about it then you've got one eye on on their stuff and you don't have both eyes on your path and therefore you can trip up and what i've realized is that when other people pass comment or judgment on the journey that you're on what they're really doing is not looking at their own path firstly and then secondly what ends up happening is you end up questioning your your road and being like oh man am i on the wrong road should i be should i be taking a turn off should i be veering this way or that way and i think that that is just natural that's human nature right we we can compare ourselves with others we compare ourselves constantly and with bloody social media that makes things 10 times worse but just reminding myself like my journey is my journey and so coming back to personal boundaries I have realized that I know when I've got stuff to give and when I don't and for me being able to say to someone actually I know we've made plans tomorrow or I know we've made plans later this week and the space that I'm in at the moment I don't know if I can follow through with those and that's okay so like this is new for me so my friends in my life especially um I think would be like whoa what's wrong you know when I go hey I'm sorry I actually can't show up in that capacity and they're like whoa 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 whoa, whoa what's going on and it's like actually it's it's not like you know I've run over my cat or someone in the family's died or it's or you know my, my car's blowing up and I can't make it I mentally and emotionally cannot show up and be there in the capacity that I want to be there for you so I'm not going to come and that is something new for me and that is me setting personal boundaries now while that is well and good I've still got a very long way to go <laughs> and you have these weak points right and you have people especially I'm one of those people that will just give 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 so learning to rein that in is is huge the other thing that I have been referring to heaps lately is Brene Brown <laughs> I mean I have been on a Brene Brown buzz for like six months but something that um, one of her analogies, uh, and if you follow her, you would have heard it. But it's about it's about being in the arena, right? So I just use the analogy of being on a road. But if we if we think about life as an arena, if you think back to old school days of like gladiators, and they would armor up and they would walk out there and they would fight, and everyone would be sitting around, you know, in in, in the seats, cheering and booing, and and then there would be the critics and the judges. And if we think about, if I think about myself in the arena that I'm in at the moment, which is a space of self-growth and development, of breaking down and building up, of realigning, of figuring out um, my soul's purpose. Um, Meanwhile, people in my life are just hustling, grinding, working, would love to have had a break, would love to have traveled, would love to have had the time that I've had to do this um and then pass judgment or make comments on it in a way of like oh well you should just get a job and you should what are you actually doing that's the stuff that hurts right but what I've realized is that 
the people who are saying that stuff are not the people who are down here in the dirt doing what I'm doing. Um, and so I've used the analogy of, yeah, you know, stay in your lane, I guess, essentially, or you're up there in the seats, I'm down here in the arena. And it's the idea that, this is a quote from a friend of mine, it is more important for you to focus on your own growth instead of putting energy into the stuff that doesn't serve the person you are becoming. So I love Brene's idea of the arena and I love this idea of like stay in your lane, keep your eye on your own path. Um, and pretending that we don't care is its own hustle. It is its own issue and it doesn't work for me. If it works for you, then great. But I think what we end up doing is suppressing pain and it resurfaces or it sits in this box that then when we see that person again, it bubbles back up. And so it's important to remind myself and to remind ourselves that we all vibrate on very different frequencies, right? So we're all an energy source and it's okay if someone is not vibrating on your frequency or understanding your struggle or your journey. They don't actually need to identify with it. And also it's it's kind of fair enough if they don't, right? Because for me, I know that in myself, I've worn a lot of masks and I've played a lot of roles in my life figuring out who I am. That's what we do, right? I think especially in our 20s and coming into our 30s, they say that you really begin to know yourself. And I cannot wait because it is me next year. But I'm, I'm getting there now. I can see it because I'm keeping, I'm trying to keep my eyes on my own path. Um, and... I think that when we really hone in on ourselves and we focus on our true purpose, that's when we start to feel real alignment. This can be hard though, right? So I want to talk about that true purpose and soul's alignment because I do refer to this a lot on my page and in my posts. I think as a creative, I've always had this inner fire and desire like to, like, to create. And that is in music and in art and writing and in sharing. Um, but not everyone has that. And that's okay. There are a lot of close people in my life um, who have shared with me that they, they're like, I just don't feel passionate about something. I don't know all my purposes. And while I don't have the answer for them, all I know is that this year, COVID and losing my job broke me open and forced me inward and brought me on this path which is the first time that I've reignited that fire in my tummy that I had when I was at university, when I was 20, that I had when I was in high school, when I was on stage singing, playing in bands, performing in shows, because I'm a creative and I'd been like muffling it, you know, I'd pushed it down to go on what I thought was a path of success, of work hard, earn money, tick the boxes, and that just didn't feel true to me. And that's not to say that that's not the path for other people. Because like my partner, for example, Sean, is so like that to him is, is success. He wants to just get some money behind him to feel secure, get us a good house. And then let's, you know, like conquer life together. And I love that. And I've got those goals as well. But it wasn't true to my soul's purpose, which is really to be creative and to be connecting with people. So all I can say is like, if you're feeling lost, go inward. Like, don't go searching for 
a partner or a job or a car or materialistic stuff to fulfill you because you'll just be searching for the rest of your life. That is one real lesson I've learned is like get real with yourself. Strip it all back. It's called soul searching for a reason. You've got to go inward. And gosh, it's it's not easy. <laughs> like you have to get vulnerable and you're going to be faced with your full shadow because like I have seen my shadow in a whole new light. <laughs> Does that make sense? We all have a shadow and a light. We have our, our good stuff and we have our bad stuff. And recognizing when I dip into that shadow, I think of it as like the moon phases, you know, when when you move into a space of like, of it could be, for some people could feel like depression. Um, for me, I feel really flat in energy. Um, and just going, okay, this is my shadow. It's okay. I'll move back into the light, but let's just sit in this for now and see how I feel. Um, one of the tools actually that I want to share with you that I've been using is another Brene Brown one (laughs) Um, but it's about naming the gap and so she talks about using like a percent to show where you're at in your energy or in yourself on any given day and I talked to my partner about this last night and I was like yo this is cool this is a great tool so when he comes in from work at the end of the day, I can be like, how are you? You know, it's always the standard chat. How was your day? How was the gym? How was, you do anything new? Um, he's in a new job. So each day he's got great new stories that I want I want to hear and he, he shares with me. But I can also see sometimes that shift in like, oh, who's going to be the one to start dinner? Um, and I think what we don't do enough is communicate with the loved ones in our lives to let them know where we're at to be like oh okay I'm at like 40% at the moment or lower I'm at 20 I got nothing to give like let's sort of take out let's veg out and go to bed and I don't want to talk about anything meaningful or substantial Uh, (laughs) uh, we have we all have days like that right but when do we acknowledge it and when do we voice it and say to someone hey I'm at a hundred percent I want to go out this weekend. I want to do stuff. And there's been so many weekends when I'm like that and Sean's not. He's at a lower energy of going, I'm actually exhausted. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sleep. I want to game. I want to chill. And while we've been to, we've been together long enough to be able to see that in each other, I think a really useful tool would have been years ago. And what I'm going to start using now is to just use a percent and be like, yo, I'm at 30. Where are you at? And for him or even like my sister to be like, I've got about 30 as well. Okay, cool. We're at 60 together. Where are we going to get that other 40 from? Like we that's the gap. There's a 40% gap here. So we know that we can show up together, you and I. Say we're going into, uh, say you're going into a meeting with a colleague or say you're going in to deal with uh, something in your family or a relationship issue. Knowing where you're at and your levels with whoever you're going in with is really important because it, it, It's a reminder of, oh, okay, actually, they might not be feeling 100% at the moment. I'm not feeling 100%. Therefore, we might not be giving this our full energy and be serving the purpose that we should be serving. And what I think I've realized is that is when you have those slip-ups. That is when you end up in arguments. That's when you end up down that slippery slope of not communicating in the way that you should be, not using the right language because you're tired um, because you don't have the emotional c- capacity to be in whatever you're dealing with. 
Um, and it goes from the smallest things, from cooking dinner right through to dealing with like anxiety and depression. And I think that, I mean, you know that I am very passionate about communication and the idea that the more that we talk, the more that we can name it, the more tools that we can have and the language that we can use with people in our lives to strip it back and to connect and to go, hey, this is where I am. I, I just, I love it and I'm going to use it. So if you're in my life and I start throwing percents at you, you know that that is what I'm talking about. So yeah, I feel at the moment, like now if I reflect on the past two or three weeks, which I personally felt like I've been grappling with my internal dialogue, I have been moving back through stages of grief. Um, I think for the world that we once knew and for the, the life I thought I was going to have this year um i think actually some of the takeaways and some of the things not the fast food but the the things i've taken away from the content i'm reading and the journaling that i've done and the youtube and ted talks and stuff that i've been watching i can see that i have made progress still and i think this is the beauty of journaling and if you're not doing it and you feel like you might need an outlet for some of your own anxiety or some of your own thoughts or that spiraling internal narrative then oh my god start writing it down because it's really amazing what you end up working through and some of the notes that I can see in my book from the last few weeks are just that they're, they're great and that I actually end up re-inspiring myself <laughs> like some today I just opened the page and it said you do not need anyone's permission to feel and I was like yes thank you <laughs> thanks D thanks past D so yeah, um, in summary for today, I just want to say that yes, you can know stuff on an intellectual level about what is happening around you or the way that you might be processing your emotions, but taking the time to go inward and to really deal with those is a whole other thing. And not everyone has the space or the time to do that. And that's okay. But if you can prioritize it for yourself, I am like, I will stand here and applaud you because it's hard, but it's so worth it. It just... A reminder to myself to keep setting my own personal boundaries and to know where to draw the line um, and to know when to not give too much. Um, also summarizing, be careful about how much we say we don't care about something because that can often just be a front. It can be the armor that we are wearing and maybe we're not actually dealing with the thing that is not sitting quite nicely with us. And essentially just remember, you're in your own arena. And if you are receiving criticism on anything that you're doing, um, if you're lacking inspiration or you're listening to that one negative voice amongst a hundred other cheering voices, uh, which we so do as humans, put it to a to put it to one side. Meditate through it, journal through it, talk talk about it with people, and move through it so that then you can come back to your true purpose, to doing what you're doing at the moment. And like, let's just try and make the most of this crazy hell a year, I feel. Um, obviously, that's my very own personal circumstance. And I'm so aware that I am very, very lucky. I'm very privileged with the time that I've had with the life that I have. And that has something that has stopped me from talking is my privilege. Um, got scared of sharing for that reason. So I'll put it out there. I'll acknowledge it. And I'll keep working on it. And I really do plan to, I hope to share that with you at some point very soon. 
I feel like I could do like 10 podcasts on what I'm learning about my white privilege and how to be an anti-racist. Um, so I will talk about that at some point, but I still have a lot more to learn. <laughs> I've only scratched the surface. So let me come back to you <laughs> on that. Um, yeah. Keep working. Keep working. And yeah, thanks for listening. And Thanks for being here, and I hope you got something out of this. If you did, please drop us a line, flick me a message. I really, really love hearing from those of you who have made it through a podcast and something's resonated with you. Um, I dig it, eh? That's, honestly, I crave it. It's the human connection we're after, and be vulnerable, be real, be honest, and just show up and do the best that you can do. That's all we can ask, right? That's all we can ask of ourselves is each day to do our best and sometimes we'll fail and we'll trip up and we won't have both eyes on our own path but that's okay (laughs) okay i'm sending you all love and light and strength kia kaha until we talk again